Hi guys and welcome to the vlog. So I normally try to keep it very positive, very upbeat, but I said from the beginning I was going to be realistic about everything I post and I'm going to do that today. Today is going to be more of a negative post. I'm going to try to make it as positive as I can. I'm definitely going to try, but today's post is going to be about the lack of services in my rural community and basically in general for people who are blind, but for the focus, it'll be on my community. So for those who don't know, I live in a very, very small town, and it's a town in Norfolk County. And basically, I am close to some services that would be known in Brantford or Brant County, but because they're two separate counties, it's not a city, it's basically a bunch of small towns that make up one area. I want to be clear on that. It's not a big city like Toronto. It's very small. And basically Norfolk County has a group of small towns that make up Norfolk County. And Brantford and Brant County, Brantford has its main town of Brantford. And then Brant County is a bunch of small towns just outside of Brantford but not near anywhere, like near Norfolk, but it's really confusing. Anyways, basically just a bunch of towns that are very small. Um, the biggest city, and I wouldn't even call it a city, in Norfolk County isn't very big. There's still some stuff that we lack that we do have to go to Brantford for. So if that kind of sort of gives you the picture of what I mean by rurally, hopefully that makes sense when I go on to explain basically the lack. So I live rurally and basically I've been trying to find a job for years. And this is going to sound ironic, but I took the Developmental Services Worker Program to become a Developmental Services Worker. But I need a job, and depending on the job I get, I'll need job coaching, so someone to help me figure out my way around the job and learn the duties of the job. So basically someone that specializes in working with people with disabilities to learn the job. And if you guys are going to send hate comments on because I took a program that can qualify me to do that exact job, I don't want to hear it. You know, I can do the job that I went to school for or I wouldn't have signed up for it. Depending on the job, though, I will need job coaching. Something like restaurant work, which a lot of people start in, 
I will need job coaching for. So, I have been trying to find job coaching for a while. I'm going to go with almost three years. And there really isn't anything in Norfolk County that can help me because I don't have any sort of developmental disability. And I can't access Brant County or Brantford services because it's out of the jurisdiction. So for three years, I've been getting bounced back and forth from people saying, we can't help you go to this one. Or we can't help you go to this one. You know, you're too high functioning. You're not disabled enough. So I don't fit into these little boxes that these agencies have created. And yes, boxes are definitely important. You need boxes because without them, you're going to get people abusing the service system. But those boxes, I feel, need to be flexible in some way. Because if I can only access where I live, services for people with developmental disabilities, and those are the only services that I can access, an exception should be made. And not just for me. There are so many people who are blind, who need job services and can't get them or need supports in other ways and can't get them. There's programs for people with developmental disabilities and it's supported independent living. And so you basically live independently for a lot of the time, but you'll have support doing certain things, whatever that may be, cooking or shopping or whatever. And I know a ton of blind people who would benefit from that, but they can't get access to them. So I feel like, depending on the situation, exceptions need to be made. And these exceptions won't get made because of all the cuts that Doug Ford and the other government officials are doing. And I really hope that in the near future, our service model improves. So I've basically been getting jumped around for the past three years with my services. Now, I've found two people willing to privately do what those services would do for me. There's two people who are willing to do it. But I have to pay both of them. And in order to pay them, I need money because I don't qualify for any sort of funding that could pay for them. And I almost need a job to get the help that I need in order to get a job. It's a very ironic situation. Now, I'm not saying people with developmental disabilities don't go through this because they definitely do. Part of the issue is there's no services for the blind up in Canada. We are very, very lacking compared to the states. And part of it is there's no services for people with disabilities, really. Any, there are services for people with disabilities, a lot of developmental disabilities, but they still, they're great, they are great, but they still have a long way to go to get to where the U.S. is. But I find the services for people with developmental disabilities are more developed and more structured than they are for the blind. And I really don't know 
why that is, um, you would think it would be the opposite because blindness has been around for years and developmental disabilities, they're still doing everyday research on. And they're still finding new things. Now, I'm not saying they don't need help because they do. I'm just saying that it shocks me that blindness and visual impairment services are so lacking in Ontario, in everywhere in Canada. And other countries are a lot better and a lot more structured. Now, in the States, having a visual impairment classifies as a developmental disability for funding models or whatever it may be. So their service models are a lot different than ours. Basically, in the States, when you're 14 or 15, around that age, you get paired with a vocational counselor. And that person says, what do you want to do? And they make sure that you have the skills and the trainings and everything that you need to be successful in that career. So yes, the unemployment rate for people who are blind in the States is still low compared to a number of people with other disabilities or without disabilities who are hired to have jobs. But it's a lot higher than up in Canada because of their service models. And I'm getting quite annoyed that it's so lacking because it shouldn't be in 2019. It should not be this lacking at all. There's no reason for it to be this lacking in services. Like I, I don't know why we are so lacking. I really don't. Um, and being going through this and being told today when I contacted a service agency, we can't help you because you don't live where we need you to live. You don't meet our requirements. And it's made me want to open up my own business and my own center for people with disabilities even more and it's made me want to strive for that goal simply because of the fact that there's so many people who don't fit inside a box and they need to you know and there's so many people agencies who need employers badly that they're to the point of hiring people who aren't even qualified for the job just because it's such a crisis issue. And that's maybe another topic for later. But it kind of does relate to this because if you look at agencies like the CNIB that are meant to help people who are blind, specifically, they have so many programs and they don't stabilize them before they invent new ones that there's people who can't get all these services that need them and depending on where you live you can't get them period like 
An example is their independent living skills and orientation and mobility training. So teaching you how to live independently and navigate the world for people who don't know what orientation and mobility is. And with those, if you live in the Brantford area, it is insanely hard to get them because of their short staff. They don't have enough staff and they are, they're losing qualified staff because the one school, the college, Mohawk, that had the program there, it got canceled. For some reason, Mohawk pulled it out. And all these people that want to take that training now have to go the closest is BC. And a lot of people don't want to go to BC to take training. So the CNIB, for example, has gotten so desperate looking for staff that they are hiring anyone they can get. Whether they're qualified or not, they are hiring people. And it's sad that we had to come to this point. You know, we shouldn't have to be trying to get services and fight for services still in almost 2020. It's ridiculous. And I shouldn't have to fight for services for three years trying to get them, the ones that I need. And I feel like if someone needs funding somewhere, it's, it should be available to people without developmental disabilities. There's lots of people with physical disabilities who need funding to learn stuff but can't. I had a friend who could not get services for independent living and orientation and mobility where she lived. And she had to go to the Colorado Center for the Blind. And that was a very expensive and, and stressful thing. Not only did she have to pay for a lot of it out of her pocket and go from the US dollar to the Canadian, so that made it even worse. She had to leave her family behind for six months. And she, the program normally is nine months to a year. But she got a little bit of funding from the center, not a ton. So she could only do five or six months of it. And they shouldn't, it shouldn't happen like that, you know? In Ontario, we have the School for the Blind, and I, I find it quite ironic as to why they don't offer more independent training to people that are there. I mean, I get it, because a lot of the people that do attend do have additional disabilities, but I feel like I'm, I'm not one for segregation, but they need to have a separate center at the school or near the school or somewhere in Ontario for people like an independent uh, living skills center or a job skills center or both where people can say, hey, you know, I want to learn how to live independently and get a job. So they'll do it. In the U.S., they have those for people with blindness and other disabilities down there. They're fairly popular. I believe there's one in every state. And up here, we only have the one in BC, and it's quite far to go to. And then, 
again, you miss that. If I was to go to one, if I needed it, I would have to go from Ontario to BC, which is quite far. And then I'd have to leave my family and my friends for however long I was there, pay to get down there, which, you know what, you, if you have to pay to get down there, that's the small amount. It's paying for the, the room and the board and the support staff that are with you somewhat during the day. It gets expensive. So I feel that it shouldn't happen. Our services in Canada are lacking for the blind. Now in Toronto, there's balance for blind adults. So that helps people who are blind in Toronto learn life skills, job skills, orientation and mobility, all of that. And I feel like there needs to be those types of centers everywhere because they're more, if you can't get services from the CNIB and you live in Toronto, you can at least get services from there so you're not left out. And people shouldn't have to move or leave home to access services. And it's quite saddening that our society still to this day is like this. And it's made me, like I've said, way more passionate, way more willing to start a program. Sorry, I'm outside and a bug just landed on my head. So that's why I went silent. A service, a center, something for people with all disabilities, no matter if it's developmental or physical, to gain job skills, gain independent skills, and have it to be somewhere close and somewhere, my goal would be government funding and donations, but that's not going to happen in our society right now with all the cuts happening, so you'd have to pay, but have some sort of a thing set up so that, you know, eventually down the road, people don't have to pay to access it, and do sort of that thing. So I'm seriously considering in the near future, my goal is six years from now. It will definitely take way longer than that based on what I want to do. A, for the learning to happen about businesses and, you know, stuff like that. And I want to get some real experience in the field before opening up my own business. But basically in six years I hope to have my business started it would be amazing if it was open but there's a lot of stuff I'd have to do so in six years I hope to have my business started working on it and I'll go from there but the services that we have are lacking and I don't like that and uh People have always said to me, well, do this job, it's easy, it's fast food. Fast food for anyone who's worked in it is very fast paced and you really have to know what you're doing. And in that sort of a situation, I would have to have a job coach. So I can't, and a lot of blind people and people with developmental disabilities and other disabilities can't just go 
get a job, we need that specialized support. And I'm very passionate about this. If you can't tell, I'm sorry for ranting. I really am. But our services do need to change because I can understand having to go on a wait list that's quite a while, you know, three year wait list. But even that is extreme, but it's better than for three years, me being told numerous times, we can't help you go here. We can't help you go here. And for me to finally three years later, have people willing to help me but I need the money to so I just wanted to say thank you all for listening to that very long very ranty episode I'm going to try to make more episodes that are more positive but I want to keep this channel real like I've said numerous times so there might, will definitely be some negativity like today. Every day is not positive. I don't want to be fake about it. Thank you all for listening. If you have any questions, as always, feel free to ask. Have an amazing, wonderful day.